episode three. Hello, 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 hello. Uh, it's Kieran and Jax. Hello. And Josh. Hello. We've all been away. I've been to Germany and Jax has been to... America. And Josh has been to... Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> been to Spain. Spain. Lovely Barcelona. Near Barcelona. Near Barcelona. I did go to Barcelona. Did you avoid the riots? There was a very large protest. What was there? When we went to Barcelona, about 4,000 people. Fuck, right. Holy shit, man. <laughs> was, this, was it, like, intense, or was it calm? No, quite calm. Just yeah. everyone was chanting. Yeah, my, my yeah. sister went and got back, like, the day before the crazy riots. The and things hit the yeah, fans. crazy, <laughs> man. It's fucking insane. It's fucking wild. Uh, so, so we've uh, we've had a couple of weeks. Yeah, we, so yeah, we quite, had a bit of a quite break. Quite a couple of weeks. <laughs> a bit of a break. A, a nice two episodes, and then, yeah. We'll, so we're going to try and keep it a little bit more regular. Which sounds weird, doesn't it? It sounds like a health <laughs> defect. It sounds like, yeah, you're trying to, you need to take <laughs> your prunes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, Jax, you've had some, some feedback. Yeah, well, some, a couple of listeners sort of pointed out that, though they know our names, they don't really know who we are or why, you know, why we're here. Um... So it might be good for us to just really briefly kind of go over uh, a little bit of our little really quick backstories. I don't think we need to go into like a whole diet. Yeah. I was born in 1989. <laughs> yeah. I am 28 years old. Yeah, okay. So so I, I'm a, a singer in a band, or four. A band uh, or four, yeah. yeah. A few bands. And in all of the bands. student <laughs> in Manchester doing history and American studies. And... That's about it. I have a keen interest in rugby league. <laughs> That's bit, yeah. <laughs> and outside professional wrestling. And outside of that, I don't do very much. Yeah. You have uh, an interest in professional wrestling, or are you a professional wrestler? I am not a professional wrestler. <laughs> Fucking although, wish I was a professional wrestler. Although that like would get me thing. down to see a wrestling match, as if you were a professional was, wrestler. Uh, yeah, I would watch that shit. Wrestling names, right? Let's, that's that's the thing to be thinking of for right. the next few minutes. Well, right. your chant would obviously be Kieran Miller time. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's go, Miller time, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the way. That's fucking perfect. Um, well, you, Kieran, you're my first friend that I made in Bradford, really. I think I am. I think I am. The uh, the conversation was, oh, you're from America. Where are you from? Philadelphia. All right, that's where Hall & Oates are from. Which is the only <laughs> time anyone has ever said that to this day. <laughs> Most people just crack on with the uh, Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. Mm. I get uh, Philadelphia cheese a lot. Right. I get... Rocky. Right. And then to my annoyance, I get Bruce Springsteen. He's not even from Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Streets of Philadelphia. He's not even from Pennsylvania. He's from New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) And we hate New Jersey, even though I married someone from New Jersey. Which sort of, that's like, we could call that like a, a state little term appeasement. Oh, yeah. So we're calling it off, uh, we call it a truce there now. Because. We're like the Romeo and Juliet with the happy ending. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Who are the more violent? Of what? New Jersey and Philly and uh, Pennsylvania. Who's more violent? Who's more violent? Which no, are the more violent? Uh, New Who Jersey? would win in a fight? New Jersey would absolutely <laughs> win in a fight because they play dirty. Yeah. Full of mafia. <laughs> <laughs> well, Greg's literally from like around where they filmed The Sopranos and like where that's set. So that's like the level that we're talking. It's has nothing cool. to do with Greg. That's but pretty like, cool. <laughs> that is where he grew up, and it's kind of... They all they do talk like that, which is fantastic. <laughs> um, They're his family all like that. And I love his family. His family's great, but it is, like, more... They're more, um... What's the word? 
passionate, like outwardly mm. passionate than my family is. You know, so I'm from like a very reserved kind of like, you know, if we have problems, we just sort of bottle that shit up. <laughs> and his family deals with their shit. Like, immediately. Immediately. <laughs> and it, <laughs> which I think there's something to be said for that, you know? Are they Italian then? Oh, they're, we, yeah, we they're were Italian. Talking downstairs they're absolutely about, Italian, yeah. yeah. And uh, I've got that definite British sort of side of my family that is just like, we just won't discuss it and we'll move on and never acknowledge it again. <laughs> Until like 30 years down the line. Yeah. And that fucking Tuesday when you said... Exactly, yeah. yeah and and yeah, 30 years later, two of us won't speak and no one will know why. <laughs> yeah, including the two. Yeah. <laughs> that, what are we arguing about? Don't know. We've just always been arguing. Exactly, and that happens in my family. And I do like, you know, I do love that about Greg's family that they just deal with their shit. And, uh, and I'm absolutely thrilled has there been any, to be any fights it. was there a fight at the wedding no actually <laughs> so <laughs> right so the wedding was amazing um but there was an arrest <laughs> so, um was how many what, what, one, one arrest what was the arrest what? but um greg's he was he was um just a boyfriend at the time and he's now married into the family and he got very drunk and he went to the wrong hotel and he was knocking on rooms asking who he was. <laughs> <laughs> that, that and then, be, uh... no, get this, that, so the wedding's in Philadelphia, right? And he had to drive back, not only with the girlfriend, but with her parents to New Jersey after they picked him up from the police station that morning. Amazing. Yeah. Was he driving? <laughs> Fucking hope not. He's probably still over yeah. the limit. <laughs> yeah. That had to be a horrible, horrible car ride. That could have been the best car ride. Yeah. Can I, you know, we camera... find out who he was before he was. Yeah, <laughs> he now knows. He, he now knows who he is. So who I just had a baby. Guys? <laughs> I know you guys. You know, but it's you can't have a wedding without a little bit of drama, right? Yeah, the last wedding I went to was uh, Carlos's wedding, and I left here at some point. Oh, we're in uh, Alstein Bar in Bradford right now, which is <laughs> where he is. Uh, so I, I left at well, around three, I think. Um, I walked to the taxi rank up the road. Don't know why. And I got to the taxi rank and couldn't speak. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> like, my tongue was too big for my mouth. <laughs> Oh my god. I mean, this is a legendary place. This is how Josh and I know each other. Yeah. That and, and City Vaults, mm. but mostly here. We and, worked together, didn't we? Yeah. And you manage here now. Mm-hmm. And uh, some interesting nights bartending here. Yeah. That's an understatement, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I do think that, um, like, just on, on the, the subject of Dime Bar, we need, we need to get uh, Josh's co manager, James on the pod yes. at some point because James has seen no films no ever no, no he doesn't no watch he doesn't, anything. he doesn't watch anything yeah. you could he could talk 1990s football with James all day and he'd, he would never shut up about it he would but know every as, roster to every exactly team, as, probably, and yeah. as soon as you get onto anything that's pop culture related he's just no fucking clue so he'll be definitely a fun guy to, to get on and talk to about films yeah but, I mean speaking have you guys seen anything new lately have you, have you been in the cinemas lately um 
No. Josh doesn't no. do anything but work, I think. I think. <laughs> I saw the new Star Wars trailer, that's about it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not watching. I'm the same. I'm not watching yeah. Star Wars trailers. I want to go see it when yeah. it comes out. I, I just saw Kingsman, so it was our anniversary yesterday. So we went and, we, we went and watched Kingsman Is too. it good? I really enjoyed it. I've heard nothing but bad things. I, I really enjoyed I it. I really like the first one as well. It's not as good as the first one, but it's it's... If you like the first one, there's no reason you shouldn't yeah. enjoy this one. You know what I mean? It's the same humor. I mean, essentially, it's the same film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same exact yeah. plot, but just with, you know, details. More Americans in this one. There's more Americans. Elton John. Elton John is in it, and he's fucking amazing in it. Like, uh, is, is he the Elton best, John in it? He's is Elton John in it. It's the best part of the film. Uh, yeah. Is he an agent? No. No, he's just Elton John. And he's so fucking funny. He's so weird that like Elton John plays such a key role in it. Cause Bear, he doesn't Bear play a key it. role. He's just fucking funny. But he's in it quite a lot. By yeah, all he's in it. He's in it a fair amount. And he's just yeah, he's just weird. <laughs> like, just fucking Elton John shows. Much Here's nowadays, the thing, right? That really annoyed me about. I've, apparently, you might have only seen the trailer, but the <laughs> fact that Colin Firth is in the trailer. After being dead yeah. in the first film, gives it a lot away, and it just yeah. fucks me off. That's why I, I'm just not watching trailers. I just can't be doing with watching trailers because trailer, that, people that jo- make trailers like, hate you. This is this he is He should thing. he should be like popping up in the film, and he should be like, "Whoa, fuck! That guy was dead, and now he's alive, and that's crazy." Whereas you're watching the trailer, and you go, "Oh, look." Sure, Colin Firth died in the first he's one. He's on the poster as he's, well. He's fucking first bill. He's the first bill on the poster. He's not even like he's sort of like tucked away and all with Colin Firth. He's like Colin Firth and every fucker else. Oh, Christ. Throw my arms about. Um, Josh, tell us a bit about you. Um, I'm Josh. I manage Dime Bar with James. I'm a bartender, obviously. I do part-time at a record label. I um, I know Kieran from college. A long time ago. I know. Ten years Building ago. not so far away. Yeah. Um, Kieran gave me the, my middle name. Danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were introducing each other. So this is how that went. <laughs> Josh, what's your middle name? <coughs> Danger. Okay, so that stuck. And that stuck for, for the past how, decade. So. Ten years now, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I know Jack's from working here. I'm not really a massive film buff, but I do like films. And we, it's just... It's always good to have different perspectives mm. anyway because I mean I'm coming at it from because I study films that's yeah. what I'm, I'm doing my PhD now in film I don't think it's good to have just like an academic perspective on yeah. shit it's yeah. always good to have plus you're funny as fuck so <laughs> I do find it weird though that me and you were the only one that have seen the fingers film the one. that's the weirdest yeah. thing this was like one of the most obscure films the <laughs> 5,000 fingers of yeah. Dr. T. the what the 5,000 fingers yeah. of Dr. It's T loads of kids in it <laughs> this sounds really weird. <laughs> and it was written by Dr. Seuss. Right. And it was made in the 70s, 80s, 70s. But I think it was mid 70s. Yeah. And it was supposed to be I I know of it because it was supposed to be Salvador Dali. That's right. It was like he yeah. was supposed to direct it, right? Yeah. And and Dr. Seuss wrote this film and then it was a massive budget and it fucking <laughs> flopped and like nobody saw it and it really didn't do much of a run mm. and nobody's heard of it. And is it good? It's brilliant. It's great. Really? Yeah. Oh. But it's so obscure and it's so, it's a weird film. I mean, 
Is it a, mu- a music it's a school? Mu- yeah. yeah, it's a musical, right? But the kids, they're, they're all being taught to play piano, but on one piano that's big enough for all of the kids to be on. This is weird, man. This <laughs> is really weird. Yeah. This sounds like some sort of crazy fucking acid trip dream it, or some shit. Yeah. I mean, it's the weirder, you know, the weirder Dr. Seuss books. Imagine that, but with people instead of the weird characters that he drew in a film. I mean, yeah. it's, did it's... we Did we talk about Dr. Seuss and how Dr. Seuss was never a big deal? Over here. I think we, we, we briefly mentioned yeah. it, and it's very, it's definitely strange because like I grew up and I had maybe thirty books that were Doctor Seuss or Doctor Seuss style of. I think we had Mister Men that one. Mister Men, yeah, which we don't yeah. have. We don't have that in the states. <laughs> I like the Mister Men thing. Have you seen the Yorkshire Mister Men parody? It's fucking great. That's weird. That's really good. So yeah, um, and we should definitely talk about the the festival and how. The podcast came to be, I guess. We should have done this in the first episode, but we were so fucking scattershot yeah, and all we, over the place because we didn't know the, what we were doing. The we? fucking thing stopped recording and we went to the <laughs> shop and bought and loads of batteries. And, and the batteries died yeah. like 20 times. Yeah, that was a mess, but it was fun. <laughs> and then the second one, we sort of skipped over all the introduction things. Yeah. So, yeah. so, yeah. so do you want to do you talk about? Yeah, I'll about talk about the festival. festival a little. So the festival is the Drunken Film Fest, and that's definitely where we sort of took the name from for this. Which is why we're all drinking. We are all drinking. It's the first time we've all drunk. Yeah. 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 Clink for the mic. I'm on. Uh, I'm on Brewdog Punk IPA. Brooklyn Brown Ale for me. And I'm Brooklyn Lager, the classic. Mm. I did a very quick uh, diversion. I did a Brooklyn Brewery uh, brewery tour. All right. Uh, when, when I was in I New York like recently, lot, and it was fun. It was very short. It was very quick, but it was free. <laughs> Unlike uh, the Guinness one, which cost the earth. Yeah. <laughs> so it was free. You do get a fair bit of Guinness at the end, though. Do you? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, but usually, like in Dublin, you fly to Dublin from here, and you get in at like nine o'clock. So the first yeah. thing you're doing is drinking <laughs> Guinness. Well, no, this was free, and it was. Uh, we had like a really energetic. <laughs> tour guide who was very funny and it was just yeah definitely if you've got like i mean it takes takes like half an hour right worth doing in brooklyn um but yeah so i started the festival we're going into our third year kieran was is always telling me to listen to different podcasts and i've only recently started listening to podcasts and we've talked for years about doing a podcast anyway we did one we did one and i never never did shit with it and this that's, is already that's better. Box though, set so Christmas. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> is it anywhere? Do you even know where it is? I'm sure, I've got it somewhere. The BBC archive. Um, this is definitely better. I think three is three is better. Three, three the is the number. <laughs> that's the one in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, part of it was to sort of interact with the festival fans a little bit more too on my end. And, and uh, mine, I control the Twitter for the podcast. Yeah, and so, <laughs> it's but at it's drunken film pod, by the way. But it's become its own beast. Follow the podcast. Yeah, at not much happens at the minute, but stuff will happen. So that's the that's the festival, and it's it's growing and growing. We're gonna head to uh, do do another version of it in Oakland, California, for 2018. This is breaking news. This is peeps. breaking news. Yeah, this I know. I didn't. I didn't read I it like it was breaking news. Like Ten minutes ago. <laughs> but yeah, so we're we're expanding bradford's going to be the original it's always going to be the original we're going to when stay is here. uh when is the auckland one happening uh october right yeah that's we're looking there october we got the venues set do you already need any stuff do we need to do a live pod yeah let's do a live pod <laughs> let's see let's, let's see, see how the funding see goes. if anybody comes <laughs> just the three of us <laughs> 
just in I California rather than in Bradford. I do have to say, I mean, the, the um, I'm relaunching the website as well to, to include the Oakland uh, side of stuff, and, and the, the venues podcast. look amazing. We need that, to include the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, the podcast is on the website already, but uh, the Oakland venues look amazing. There's like a classic Cars West beer garden, and it is a giant garage full of old cars that's a bar. Oh, that <laughs> it just amazing. looks so cool. And uh, so my buddy Arlen is directing. He's leading the Oakland side of things. Are you going? I'm, I'm definitely going to go, yeah. Me too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that so, sounds the best, man. That sounds so good. Yeah. And there's, nice. I mean, there's, uh, all the venues look amazing. Um, very, very unique things. One of a kind places. Just like we have here, which is cool. That's one of the reasons yeah. we chose there. Let's save some money, Josh. Let's, Let's buy do some it. flyers. Let's go to Oakland. We're all going to go to Oakland. All right, last thing before we crack on and, and start talking. A definite listener, because I, I know two definite listeners, and one of those, half, half of my of listener base, <laughs> half of my listener base has a birthday today. On today? This very Wednesday. Wednesday is Wednesday. Yeah, we're recording on the Wednesday. Yeah, so it's, uh, so it's a happy birthday to James Doyle. Happy birthday, is, James uh, Doyle. Who is an... Fuck. We're having <laughs> champagne for you. James is uh, is part of the MMA team uh, following Kazan down in there's Bradford. An, there's an MMA team there in is, Bradford? Yeah, and it's pretty successful as well. It's that's, a pretty great team. That's cool. Um, and I, I've done a little bit of training, which, to look at me, you'd never think. Is that for when you become a wrestler? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Kickboxing specialist. That's what it's all about. Anyway, right, so... Since we recorded last, we had a chat about Toys R Us, and Toys R Us have pretty much since gone out of business. Uh, is that our fault? Do you think we did it? No. I never put that two together. <laughs> no, yeah. I was thinking this. So, let's think, right, if you could get rid of a company by talking about them. Trump. Who would it be? All right, all right, <laughs> all right, company, politics. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, Josh. Um. <laughs> I'd obviously help Jackie with that one. And then uh, you realise that we're just alienating half of our listener base. Yeah, oh, sorry, out to all our Trump supporters yeah. fans out there. You're welcome to not listen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking, I, I welcome you to listen. We take what we can get any, here. Any business that deals with glitter. That's, that is a good shout. The a real of trap Like the, the distributors, the, the suppliers, the original everything. inventors mm. of glitter. Right. Oh man, it might be the fucking most annoying thing ever. Glitter. It's very petty. That is a very petty little it's, thing it's to get rid of. It's a genuine fear I have. But yeah, that's right. I forgot that you're afraid of glitter. I'm no, sparklophobic. Yeah. Sparklophobic. <laughs> is that the actual it, term? It freaks me out. I have panic attacks when it's near me. That's really weird. That's really weird. I don't it's like birds because birds well can flap around your head. It comes from a film oh. that's been re-released <laughs> recently. <laughs> um, the original it I saw when I was a kid and then I went to the circus and the clown were freaking me out. I'm not scared of clowns now, but when I was young, it freaked me out a bit. Uh, of you course. know when they have the buckets of water? And they come and throw it, and it's glitter. Right. And I was covered in glitter. And that's done. Done for you. That's me now. That that was the last film that I went to see at the cinema. Actually, I've heard that it's really good. Original. No. (laughs) (laughs) Before I was born. (laughs) Now the uh, it wasn't before I was born, was it? It was about nineteen. It was an American TV series, wasn't it? Um, But yeah, I I I went to see it like randomly on a Friday morning on my own. I thought it was fucking great. I really did. I'm a big Stephen King fan, anyway, but. Mm. 
I, I thought it was really, really good. It's got one um, of the many scars guards in it. Yeah, the, sc- <laughs> the scars, scars, the guards of the scars. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I thought I thought it was really good. Have you seen it? I haven't seen. So I I seen? don't like. No, I'm waiting for clouds. the hype to die down a bit. Mm. Well, you yeah. want to see it before it finishes at the cinema. Oh yeah, I definitely will. Yeah, I, I, I did really like it. It's not. It's a weird one because it's not so much of a horror as it is like Stand by Me. But I th- I think the book is like that as well. But that's I mean that's the whole point. Mm. I think I think that's the whole point of a lot of Stephen King stuff is is about the either rather than it's that. about the people, it's about the characters. You know, mm. like Stand by Me. It's about childhood and moving into adulthood and losing innocence. Both of them have very similar themes. Have you read um, Have you read The Stand, either of you? No, no. I'm a big fan of his, his like short stories. <laughs> yeah, the short stories are really easy to get on with. The Stand is a bit of a chore because it's fucking really long. But the, at the beginning of The Stand, he sort of builds up little scenarios of characters that, are, while the sort of the plague, the sickness, whatever is taking over. He builds up little scenarios of characters oh, and then cool. kills them like, immediately. But he gives everybody a fucking great backstory. Like there's two old women that play bridge together and one gets sick and then he's like, oh, but it's only a cold. So goes and plays bridge with the other woman. And it, there's this whole fucking thing with the... And he does it about eight or nine times. So you just and get really emotionally invested. And one, one chapter is essentially like people that get this sickness and they go from being completely fine to being like oh I've got the sniffles and then but they're, they're, they're fully formed characters that last for like <laughs> three paragraphs and then they're done <laughs> it's oh, just yeah. I, I really like it and it, it's it's that sort of weird attention to detail that I've always been really like I really like Stephen King for that he's, I mean he's an amazing writer I think the, weirdly the thing that most influenced me by him was his non-fiction book on writing yeah yeah is uh, just amazing book yeah it's really good and a way to take like a really dry subject and just make it so interesting yeah. and funny yeah and... I read the Green Mile when I was pretty young probably too young to be really <laughs> young to read the Green Mile like 11 I think yeah that's young like that. for the Green Mile um, but I've never I've never been a fan of the film because of was that before the film as well when did the film what? come out Oh, but, oh, right. I thought you meant the book. Was the book before the film? No, he wrote the book based on the film. <laughs> no, but you read the book before yeah, the film came yeah. out. Yeah, but only by a few years. I think I think the film probably came out when I was about 13 or 14. And yeah, I, I read the book really young, but I thought it was fucking great. Like, really good. But yeah, the film never did anything for me at all. I think maybe because I was so yeah. invested in the book and the sort of the depth of the book. Well, film, Which is a big problem that I have actually. <laughs> with, with it's one of those films that's almost too polished, in my opinion. Does that make sense? Like yeah. that, it's very perfect. Everything about that film is very perfect, and that's not really the story. No, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It, it's uh, Darabont as well, isn't it? So it's the Shawshank Redemption team. Mm. Yeah, that's like. it, it's so that similar. Collaboration. The color scheme and the way, like just every a lot of it's just very similar to that and I'm one of the few people that Shawshank I don't consider it the best film ever made like many, many people. I think it's not the best film but, ever made. It's very good. Yeah, but it's good, it's, but it's it's, it, it's it's helped by the fact that the story's fucking great. Mm. Yeah. I think, and it's very rewatchable and 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 immediately watchable because of the so, but because of like how good the story is, but I don't think it's particularly groundbreaking in terms of cinema. 
I would agree. Bearing that's that's like, basically my issue because, with it too. Because yeah. like, if you think about how badly it flopped when it came out of the cinema, it's only really found a TV audience. Shawshank. So that's like, yeah, that makes sense to me. I'm just, I'm just picturing like a little old lady sitting in the middle of the afternoon watching Shawshank. Yeah, it's, I mean, like the, it is, it is really good. I can't, you can't. No, there's, say that's it. there's nothing bad wrong things with it. about Shawshank Redemption. It's just, it's yeah, it's, it's just. I think it's overhyped because of how sort of watchable it is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you could program it anytime, any place, basically, yeah. and find an audience. And that's fine, but it's that's bit, just it's not a what bit I'm sweary, looking for. But that's film. it. Yeah. You know? Um, got Morgan Freeman voiceovers as well, which is which always, 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 always a benefit. So if you could get Morgan, Morgan Freeman to voice fucking anything, you would. <laughs> Straight away. So... Uh, all right, so my, my my company that I'm getting rid of by speaking about, <laughs> I, I've, uh, I see. I I thought about this like two weeks ago, and I've not really got any fucking closer to, <laughs> to deciding. I I don't know. Um, Jax, <laughs> help me out here. I thought you were saying no. Yeah. Get rid, hey. Get rid of curious. Hey, I'm a small business owner. Um, <laughs> no. Um. I don't know, man. My my answer is not going to change. Yeah, no, no, you're you're setting your ways, aren't you? Um, yeah, and I should really have had this in my head before. It was your. I, I figured you came up with this with an answer in oh, mind. No, you didn't no, have I just thought it'd be. I don't know, like what about um, what's like a terrible company? The Weinstein Brothers. <laughs> it's very topical. <laughs> it's very topical. Yeah. Um, Bankrupt them. Fox. I think I came up with Fox. Fox is Fox. Yeah. Well, how about just Fox News? Because actually, Fox yeah. as, a, as a whole. No, I'm is still not so I'm bad. still sour about Firefly. So Fox. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Fox is a company. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. Um, okay, so we watched. Uh, well, I didn't watch the Apple. Did, oh. you, did you watch the Apple? I haven't yet. Oh, no, All right. All right. So we're, we're going to come back to that. Uh, it does look amazing. I did watch Doctor Strangelove this morning. Yeah. For the first time. I've never seen it before. What was your opinion of it? It's it's very topical. <laughs> it's very topical. Surprisingly. Yeah, but um I I don't know. I I sort of I think I was probably half asleep when I was watching it, but I don't really understand the and I also watched Blade Runner last week, the first Blade Runner for the first time, and I kinda of felt the same. Well, I think, I think Blade Runner is is a film really of its time. I mean, if, if I think for now it's really easy to go into it expecting a different kind of film and thinking I, that it's. I enjoyed. Film, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed both. You know. But I, it was one of those that I thought it was probably more hyped up than because I I almost I also I kind of went into Doctor Strangelove thinking that I was after a comedy. And you didn't find it that funny. I, I think it's hysterical. I didn't, it was, yeah. I didn't think it was very funny at all. Yeah, maybe I just missed all the jokes. Maybe I watched <laughs> a different film. <laughs> I mean, the dude. Apart gets... from the guy at the end, the the German, the Doctor Strange love character. Yeah. yeah. That guy's pretty funny with the fucking crazy Nazi. What about the names and everything? Yeah, Turgidson. Jack D. Ripper. Jack D. Ripper. <laughs> um, See, I missed that. I completely missed that's that. That's like the first shot of the film. How Jack many D. times Ripper have How many desk? times have you seen this though? Yeah, uh, quite a lot. Yeah. yeah, and it's your favourite film. It's my, I've seen it like countless times. Yeah. Yeah. So I dissected it. I could just... see Peter Sellers sat there though, and just enjoy watching that. Oh my so. god, the phone call. Hello, <laughs> hello, Dimitri. I mean, that's all ad lib. 
Do you suppose you could turn the music down just a little? <laughs> it's fucking hysterical, man. Like literally, if you if you were to turn the camera around at that moment, you would see a room full of people yeah. going like this, just like like holding their breath, trying not to to mess the sound up. I did quite enjoy it. I thought I thought it was pretty good. Um, but yeah, like I I don't know maybe. I, 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 did I express the fact that I'm not massive on Kubrick anyway? <laughs> well, that's, I mean, like the thing is, like you, I, it doesn't bother me either way. Like I just, I don't get it. That's, that's all. <laughs> I'm looking for understanding. Like, like why didn't you find it funny? Like the the dude gets the phone call and he's on the toilet. He's literally on the toilet and he's getting a call about the end of the world. Like that's funny. <laughs> the mistress ringing while they're all sat in the war room. And yeah, and he's like, taking "What's the, the line? Um, no fight about the fighting in the war. This is the war room. You, yeah, <laughs> you can't fight in here. here. This is the war room. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, I think I, I probably need to watch it again. I, I don't know what sort of level I was watching. <laughs> and even the more subtle stuff of um, like the stuff between Peter Sellers and Sterling Hayden, the um, General Ripper and, and Captain Mandrake. Some of that stuff is his hysterical but it's only after like multiple viewings that i've even caught all of it I'm trying to think it's like like the way um like mandrake's hiding constantly and that like <laughs> it's just really funny shit it's going down but hey are you like a as enamored as Jax is it's it's not one of my favorites but it is a fantastic but like i say i, I can just watch peter sellers sat there and be rolling on the floor laughing yeah, I think I think I probably need to watch it again at some point. Um, I mean, it is a dark time in the world to sort of watch yeah. a film about nuclear destruction. Oh, that yeah. might be it. We've seen it out of context. <laughs> yeah. It's come into context. Yeah, now just, it's... I was literally just watching it thinking, Christ, this has probably not been topical for about 40 years at this stage. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Not at this yeah. level, yeah, yeah, you know. So, yeah, it's weird because it's like, it was obviously meant as satire. I kind of didn't find it that satirical. <laughs> it's kind of just real. <laughs> it's yeah. just like real life. Yeah, I guess. I guess like if I were to remove that my previous context, I might just find it like really terrifying now as a film. But it, you, since I don't have that, you know, it's 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 in a different place in my yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. But I am looking forward to you seeing the apple. Yeah, I, I don't know what it's to expect. I just don't know what to expect. Yeah, it's not as terrifying. It's set in 1994. <laughs> when was it made? 1980. <laughs> <laughs> when, when 1994 was the future. Yeah. Pipe dream. As <laughs> opposed yeah. to when we were all young children. <laughs> yeah. But So it's really weird because I was like just... I spent the last... Uh, on, on Tuesday I got interviewed by all my students about Dr. Strangelove, which was really weird. All right. So it was like, I felt like it was like podcast prep. Okay. <laughs> but So uh, what, what did your students think? Well, they didn't watch it. They were like, I don't know how many of them had actually seen it. Why? They were just I threw my hands me. up yeah. like everybody can see. They were see. interviewing me for practice doing documentary filmmaking, doing like, you know, talking heads and stuff. And that was the topic that they were, you know, had to, because they had to interview me. They had to film me and... Right. It was to give them something easy to ask me about. Okay. And uh, is that the easiest thing that you could think of? I didn't think of it. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> <Just>, not. <laughs> but uh, but it's just like some of the they had some interesting questions, and a lot of it did come into like the topical situations now, particularly with North Korea and stuff like mm. that. And I don't know, man. It's just 
Maybe we should maybe we should uh, make like all of our world leaders watch Doctor Strange Love. That'd be a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a bad idea. But everyone everyone dies. But everybody will die eventually. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fact of life. Everybody's gonna die. Yeah, I've been doing uh, I've been doing a film and politics module at uni. Oh yeah. And we were watching in in sort of stark comparison to Doctor Strange Love, we were watching uh, Gabriel over the White House, which is like a nineteen thirty two, thirty three film. And at the end of that, he saw all the world leaders gather, sign a doctrine that they're not gonna do anything to each other ever again, and then the president dies. And that's how the film ends. <laughs> That just sounds sounds really bad. Is it a good film? <laughs> now you see, we've watched it all in class, and I've watched it in about like six clips rather than watching the entire film. Okay. Uh, but it's 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 weird because it was sort of co-written by uh, Hurst, William Randolph Hearst. Oh, okay. And he had like things to do with the script. Right. So Citizen Kane. And it Kane was kind of like, essentially, yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like to do with how it'd be if the US were to take a fascist approach and how how it could be better if the US was to take a fascist approach and this was sort of... Was it a propaganda film? Kind of, <laughs> kind of That's fucking weird, And it was like man. it was like 1933 so it was before mm. all the Hitler shit but like we had to do Spot some reading for, for it as well. Fascist, didn't they? Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we had, so we had to do a lot like uh, all the reading for it and everything and there was a, a thing that I read that was about how um, a lot of the media in America, including the the Hollywood side of things as well, were very enamoured by Mussolini. And oh, Mussolini yeah. was seen as a good thing. Yeah. Prior, prior to... Time Hitler. Magazine's man of the year, wasn't it? Yeah. Well. yeah. Up yeah. until the bad shit started happening. The bad it shit. It was like, oh, look what they're doing. <laughs> no, even, the... I mean, even then, it took a while. But it was, yeah. it, so it was, sort of, it was sort of about how getting rid of the constitution and having one guy who just sort of pushed his views and uh, and sort of drove in the direction that he wanted to would be a good thing and that's it, it also sort of it was pre Roosevelt's New Deal which happened after this film but that's essentially what that the president like a really does bad comedy when you say it like that as well Roosevelt's New Deal, starring Adam Sandler. <laughs> it's a dodgy, dodgy TV show from the 1930s before TV. Um, but yeah, so it sort of preempts all that as well. So it was quite, it's quite interesting that it all happened like directly afterwards. I haven't seen it, so I can't really comment much on it. But It'd be worth watching. Sounds Definitely strange. Worth watching. Definitely seen some weird shit from the 30s, but <laughs> that's not, not one of them. It's not one of them, no. Weirder shit in the twenties though, like the surrealist movement and stuff oh, really? like that. Yeah, really crazy shit, like um, <laughs> Salvador Dali and Luis Buñuel's films and stuff like that. That sounds bizarre. I mean, Ken Andalou, I think that's nineteen twenty nine. Who's that? Something like that. In in Ken Andalou means an Andalusian dog. Is what it translates to, and it's it's like considered one of the first avant garde films, and. Salvador Dali co-directed it with Louis Buñuel, who made like some of the great surrealist films. Um, and yeah, 1929 for Ken Andalou, and it it really famously starts with like a 
person sitting down and then they open the eyeball and they slice the eyeball open and it like what the fuck yeah yeah 1929 like, so? yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um and it doesn't really have a narrative it doesn't really make and the whole point of that is like oh we're going to destroy what you think you see what's it called un kien so u n c h i e n and then andalou a n d a l o u and it really pioneered the surrealist movement What the fuck? <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> how the fuck did they get away with that? <laughs> how the fuck did they get away with that? That's so weird. That's like, what the fuck? That's <laughs> the avant-garde, man. That's what's. Yeah. That's basically. I mean, there are some films that predate that, but that's it's the message behind it, not the content. Have you ever seen that before? Yeah. How the fuck have you seen that before? I, I, I'm a big Dali fan, so... Oh, right. <laughs> so weird. And I also hate eyes, so... <laughs> yeah, eyes yeah. Jesus Christ, that's just <laughs> fucking weird. I think they use, like, a goat's eye or something yeah. like that. So, yeah. so if you actually want to watch that, um, and, uh, yeah, so it's on YouTube. It's it's a 20-minute clip. I'm paid, but we get banned from... Yeah. Social media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's I might too... tweet it out actually. Yeah. Let but me, it's uh... not safe for work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll I'll put that on the Twitter. Yeah. So the the Twitter account again. If you don't already, if you if you aren't already one of the twenty one followers <laughs> that we have, ninety <laughs> something it would up to. No. When I, when I, ninety eight that we're following. Oh. Yeah. I just kind of clicked. I always follow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a bunch of people, so. Yeah, so if you if you uh, if you're not one of the twenty one followers that we've already got, then follow dr- at Drunken Film Pod, uh, and I'll I'll tweet this out now. And if you do want to watch it, then mm-hmm. yeah, More Jesus luck, Christ, yeah, like I, I'm gonna have to watch the end of it now. That's what I spend most of my time doing is studying films like that, like and writing about it. I've been watching F is for Family <laughs> on Netflix. I feel like I'm wasting my life to compared be fair, to this. Can we can we branch into TV shows? Because yeah, I, I have so much to say not. about television shows. I fucking not. love TV. I watched Tin Star recently. All right, I really want to watch that. You get, have you watched Tin yeah. Star? New Tim Roth show? It, so don't watch it if you're Tim like... Tim Roth, the one that looks like ex-Manchester United goalkeeper Van der Sar. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's for James Brunskill, that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, he plays like a cop that's moved from London to this, you know, town in Bumblefuck, Canada, right? And Traditional Canadian traditional name. Traditional Canadian name. <laughs> um, and so he's the sheriff hey. there. <laughs> and essentially, like, essentially he's got a past life and it's following him hmm. without getting into details. And um, he is so good at. I mean, everybody's Bumble really fuck good. Bumblefuck becomes it. clusterfuck. Yes, yeah. absolutely, and it's such a dark show, and it does such a good job. One of my favorite things um, that any any medium can do, but particularly TV and film, is give you a character that you really shouldn't like. Yeah. And make you very sympathetic towards yeah. them, and want them to succeed, and root mm. for them, and this show does that in more than one way and, and I, I was just blown away by it but definitely don't watch it if you're like already down <laughs> <laughs> I'm really up for watching that yeah definitely watch that I watched all of uh, the first season of Atlanta recently as well right. that's fantastic Donald Glover's show I've not seen that 
so good. He just won, um, I think, the Emmy. I think he just became the first black guy to win an Emmy for directing. Really? Yeah. Seriously. How many other black guys have been nominated? I don't know. Something that, that I'm pretty sure that's true, but like, Prince, happy to be... Felt <laughs> 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 like the Fresh Prince one, that man. <laughs> Did he need to direct the Fresh Yeah, he produced Prince. it. He's, he, Quincy it's Jones. his brainchild, yeah? Yeah, but he didn't really. He made all his money with Stevie Wonder and then it's definitely Quincy turned Jones. Will Smith into the Fresh Quincy Prince. Jones is the Fresh Prince, yeah. I did not you didn't know, know that? that? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he produced that show. That's nuts. <laughs> so I did watch the first couple of episodes of Twin Peaks. And how fucked up in the head are you now? I just, it's pretty good. Like, it's, it's more watchable than I thought it'd be. I, I thought you. it'd be a lot harder to to get my head around and watch. It will be. Then, yeah, I'm sure it will. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Um, but yeah, so I, d- I do need to watch some more of that. I think we need to do, when I finally caught up on Twin Peaks, whenever this fucking is, we need to do a Twin Peaks special. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Josh has watched a, a Thrones yet, though. I haven't. Have you not watched a Thrones? No, not yet. Bloody hell, Josh. Right in the side I've been down, man. holidaying and working and... Looking yeah. like Steven Seagal. Everyone, Josh yeah. looks like Steven Seagal today. Yeah, he's tied his hair back. Yeah, like old school Steven Seagal. Yeah, no, not like... As opposed to yeah. fat Steven Seagal not now. Not fat, like, quote-unquote trans-Asian bullshit Steven Seagal. <laughs> he looks like when he was cool. Was he ever cool? No. No. No, I don't think so. He was cool in the one he did with Michael Caine. What was that? On the oil rig. That's Seagal, isn't it? I have no idea. What I honestly, I can't is, a- actually claim that I've seen a Steven Seagal film. I've seen Under Siege. I think Michael Caine's the bad guy, which is weird to see. That's always weird. Yeah. I like when he's the bad guy, though, because it's just... Like... An oil rig or... I think it might be in Canada or very North America. This some oil refinery. <laughs> Where are you? Very that, North America. That will be on deadly ground, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, on deadly ground. Which has got a score on Rotten Tomatoes of 10%. Yes. <laughs> hey, that's better than some films. <laughs> and when Googling what's, Steven what's Seagal, apple? Michael Caine. Oh, yes. The of the apple? What's the apple Hang guy? on, hang on. When Googling Steven Seagal, Michael Caine, a headline comes up. Michael Caine, I was so desperate I did a, did a movie with Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fucking. Is that weird. him in a t shirt? That's that amazing. <laughs> it's, on, it's in the Daily Mail, apparently. <laughs> Alright, so the, the, the uh, disc <laughs> cut out, the recording stopped. Um, we'll put a DJ scratch on. Yeah, that. I think. What? What? We'll probably it. have yeah. some tasty editing somewhere. Yeah. Jax is doing all the editing. All the editing job is. Uh, the, the fantastic editing job. I've never listened to this podcast. The fantastic editing job is all down to Jacks. I'm assuming it's fantastic. Is it fantastic? It's totally fantastic. Now that I know you don't listen to it, you know, I want to watch out. Have you listened to it? I've, I've listened to a bit of the first one. I find myself unbearable. Yeah, that's why. I, <laughs> I don't listen to them once they're done. Yeah, but you you go through it though. Yeah, and, I have to and, listen to them. And them. do it on the and way I do through. Need to listen so. to my own voice. But. Yeah, so. Oh, cool! This is good. Now I've got the actual fucking time as well on the screen. That's handy. That is handy. I thought you had that the whole time. No, I was on bars. I was on. Uh, uh, we'd recorded one thousand three hundred and sixty bars or something like that. <laughs> fucking helpful. What? How many beats per minute? Four. <laughs> four no, beats like, per minute. <laughs> four, four time. Man. Four, four time. Yeah, well, I think we're pretty. We've pretty much done. Yeah, we're wrapping week. up, right? Yeah. So next week we're watching my favorite film which is The Searchers. And I had a thought earlier on 
that we should also watch The Quiet Man. Oh, yes. Because this yes, is, like, you, yes. you big this up and you, you shared I on your Twitter account and maybe on the uh, on, on the Drunken Film Fest Twitter account, I think you shared the fight scene. Yeah, the, the other, fight. The yeah, that's my one of my favorite fight scenes. Yeah, and um, so I don't want to ruin the fight. I, scene is that now. John Ford as well? That's John Ford, Maureen O'Hara, and, and John, uh, John Wayne. Wayne. So yeah. it's like the the classic trio yeah. of westerns, except it's, it's, it's not a western. Western Island. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've never seen The Quiet Man. I think like I was brought up on on John Wayne westerns and. When it got to watching the John Wayne not Western, I wasn't really interested anymore. <laughs> so I, I do need to watch that. So, but I absolutely love the Searchers. I think it's which I haven't great. seen, so that's fun. Yeah, I've uh, I've got a reason to get my Blu-ray out and watch the Searchers. So Yay. that's always fun. And after that, we need to sort of think of a new angle to, <laughs> yeah. to do our podcast on. Tweet us at you do fancy <laughs> if you do fancy us No, we can't watch your film. I'm not watching well, your not, shitty films. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean like home movies. <laughs> I mean suggest <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, if, if you want us to watch anything specific, let us know. We might do it. If it's yeah. shit we probably won't. But there you go. It depends on but how if it's shit. Really shit yeah. 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 If it's extra shit. Right, what's the worst film you can think of that you really genuinely like? A film called <laughs> Creep Van. Creep Van? It's a van that murders people and then frames one of the guys who got away from it's it for amazing. all the murders. No, just, I'm, like, I'm so on board. The, <laughs> the only scene is a guy running and this van following him and you think obviously it's a man driving the van. But it's not. Transpires it's not. <laughs> it's just the van killing people. But the opening scene is this guy running through all these streets and then he's like, oh, run through the forest. A van can't get through the forest. The van can get through the forest. <laughs> the van speeds up this hill and hits a tree trunk in the ground and the next shot is this guy's tripped over and he's on his back like, ah, and the van is coming down on him. Oh <laughs> right, okay, so you've given us the synopsis. I've got the Google page up. When do you think this was made? 1994. 2012. You're kidding me! <laughs> yes. This is nuts. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that is the strangest fucking thing. Jax, what's the shittest film that you really, really genuinely like? Oh, that I like not because it's shitty or yeah, that I just that actually enjoy? enjoy? Bringing Down the House. Okay. <laughs> what's okay. Bringing Down the House? Bringing Down the House is Steve Martin and Queen Latifah. Oh, God. <laughs> and Queen Latifah plays... A, um, an, escaped, yeah. <laughs> an escaped convict who tricks Steve I Martin. I remember this now. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, it's I, so good. I remember that coming out of the cinema. Yeah. I really yeah. like it, but there's nothing about it that should be good. There's, like, I, I love this movie. Mine, mine is a bit, hmm, I don't know. It's a bit of a nostalgia trip, I guess. Uh, but the Disney version of The Three Amigos... Not the three amigos. The three amigos is incredible. Uh, the three musketeers. The three, oh, I that, yeah, I love that film With too. Kiefer Sutherland, Kiefer Sutherland yeah. Char- uh, Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen, and, and Oliver Platt. Platt. Yeah, yeah, Chris O'Donnell, Tim Curry, fucking Tim Taylor. Curry, yeah. the legend that is Tim Curry. No, let's face it, if Tim Curry is in the film, it's gonna be it, okay. It's gonna yeah. be okay. Yeah. It's gonna be at least it one redeeming. Sam Tom Have you have you seen that? <laughs> have you seen Three Mus- Musketeers? Yes. I, yeah, I, I think uh, I went to the cinema with my dad when I was very small to see that. I think twice, um, but I do. I fucking love it, and it's got the best soundtrack as well. It does. The Rod, Rod Stewart, Brian Adams, is <laughs> yeah. staying. How could you go wrong? Number one. Forever. How could you go wrong? 
But we're we're all the right age for that to have been. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. our Musketeers movie as well. Yeah, um, and the the ones since then have been awful as well. Yeah, they've mm. been really bad. But that one is just it's fun. It's yeah. really yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah, it's um. But then, do you remember that they 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 tried to do the follow up as the Man in the Iron Mask? Yeah, with Leonardo, but that was do very you feel, serious. Do that you was... feel like if they'd have kept the same cast, they could have done a but better But it wasn't job. a follow-up. The Man in the Iron Mask is just a different version of the Three Musketeers. It's all the same fucking characters and everything. It's, it's the, the same the three universe, musketeers. but not the same but was story. But was, was the story, was the novel not a sequel to The Three Musketeers? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, it's I'm Alexander certain. Dumas. Yeah, he wrote both. The Man in the Iron Mask is like an old legend. No, it isn't. It's a... Yes, it is. Uh, there was a, there was a Iron Mask book. It was fucking Alexander Dumas. He wrote both. He wrote both. Okay. It's right there on Google. Google has told me. Look, I'm not lying. <laughs> Look, see? Who said what's that name there, Josh? Yeah. That's fucking Alexander Dumas. It was the I'm sure it was the follow-up to the Three Musketeers. I'm sure it was. Obviously it's like a it is a factual story. Oh semi factual. Semi factual yeah. story, yeah. There was a prisoner that was kept like that, and nobody, but nobody knows who it was. Yeah. So, but my 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 point is that they should have fucking made the same cast because it was Disney as well. It was years later. Mm. It wasn't that it long. Was, it was it Leonardo was, yeah. DiCaprio played the Man in the Iron Mask. Yeah, but was it not like it was years? Like four years. Really? Yeah. That's it. So it was ninety three to. Uh, five years then. If it was ninety three, the Musketeers was ninety three. Right. Three that was ninety three. Right. Musketeers nineteen ninety three. I say five years. They were all young enough. Fucking Charlie Sheen's doing that all might the have been it. Charlie Sheen shit. wasn't available. Yeah, maybe he just wasn't Charlie. around. <laughs> but yeah, they they should have. Oh. Man in the Iron Mask is older than I thought it was. Yeah, it's very old. It's very shit as well. Like yeah. that is a genuinely terrible film. It's it's one of the biggest disappointments of Look my at this young cast life. As well, Jeremy Irons, John Malkovich, Gerard Depardieu, Gabriel Byrne. Yeah, DiCaprio. Peter Sarsgaard, Hugh Laurie. Yeah. <laughs> House indeed. House is in it. Kane and all. Man, it's just yeah. It, it, I just remember being completely fucking underwhelmed even as a very young child like as like a 10 year old child i was like this is rubbish <laughs> this is objectively rubbish and boring threw your popcorn on the as floor for what should be like an action adventure as well yeah it was it was like a drama right yeah like it was rubbish it's like, <laughs> like this kind of fucking too many people talking it's like a there's the swashbuckling exactly <laughs> exactly favorite dicaprio film Shutter Island. He's great. Even though I, I watched that with Claire, my girlfriend, and she didn't see... But I see things coming very early on. She didn't see it. Right. And even though I could see it from very early on... You still enjoyed it. Spoiler alert, there's a massive twist at the end that I'm sure you can guess by even this very loose description. Yeah, I still enjoyed it. It's The build-up to that is very good. So here's my, my issue that I had with Shutter Island, and it's nothing to do with the film. It's more to do with the fact that I was sort of like browsing Wikipedia, thinking, I wonder what Leonardo DiCaprio's in next. And it hadn't come out at the time. And it was about three or four weeks away from coming out, I guess. And I was looking on Wikipedia, 
And in the fucking synopsis, in the plot <laughs> synopsis, at the top, in the little description, before you get to the gave you chapters, the give the fucking plot spoiler away. I was so angry. I was what, so did it genuinely open with, angry. Like, a mental patient yeah. thinks that he is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, and it turns out that at the end, it's like, oh fuck, you can't do that. I don't get, I don't get people's disregard for spoilers. I mean, you know, give people especially the, something like that because yeah. it's, it's, you can see I, a lot of people can see it coming. A lot of people can't. But it's it's crafted so that the people that can don't expect it, and it's a massive unveiling at the end. Yeah. 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 It's not like like no to, when Star Wars came out first, and it was Luke I'm your father. That's not what I said, is it? But that was a massive <laughs> twist, and I bet people didn't go out going Darth Vader's his dad. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! Can yeah. you believe? <laughs> which was the joke Absolutely. in The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there is films where you can you can tell the ending, and it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. You could say the ending of The Green Mile, and that doesn't ruin watching the whole film. But no, if you exactly. tell someone the ending of Seven, yeah, yeah. what's the point in watching Seven? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, so that, that was a, a major annoyance about that film. I can imagine. Mm. Yeah. You got a favourite Leonardo Leo, DiCaprio favorite film? Do you know what? I, I have a favourite performance, I think, and that's The Aviator. Oh, I right, think he yeah. is. He is so. I. I was so angry when he didn't win the Oscar for my, The Aviator. My favourite performance is what's eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, so I think good! It's fucking ridiculous. He was he so won young the Oscar as well. well. He's so young. He's so good in that film. Like the one with Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really great His film. His mum died in in that film. She died recently. Yeah, she, she died. She actually died recently. Mm. Yeah. My favorite Leonardo DiCaprio film, The Revenant. Fucking love The Revenant. I don't really know why I love The Revenant as much as I do. If I it's a bear, I'd imagine that's pretty cool. Yeah, but that's that's by the by. Like yeah. I just thought I thought the aesthetic of the film was great. Tom Hardy was great in that as well. Um, yeah, I, I just really enjoyed it as a film. I really enjoyed it. I also really like Blood Diamond. I think that's very good. I haven't Diamond's seen Blood good. Diamond. Yeah. Um, I bet that would depress the fuck out of me. So I probably. I like the it. beach because All Saints did the tune for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's very retro. Did you have All Saints in America? I'm sure we did. They were on Grand Theft Auto. Oh, sure, they did. Were they? Yeah, they were on Grand what Theft Auto. What did they do? Five, I think I think they were on the that song, one of the nows. The one? I think they had one a song on one of the nows. That's what I call music CDs. Yeah, yeah they were. Uh, Relatively big over here, weren't yeah. they? What is Olsen? What are they? One of them married a Oasis. Which one? Two. There were two sisters, weren't there? Appleton. Is that their name? Yeah. Apple something. Applesauce. Applesauce. Applesauce here married Liam. Right. I thought, didn't he marry Patsy Kenzin? I think that was before he married... One of them definitely married one of Oasis. And, yeah, Patsy Kenzin as well. And then the other two were... Backing dancers. And the, the, the black one was the talented one, wasn't she? She was the one who could. She was the one who wrote yeah. all the songs as yeah. well, like because they did actually write all their own. They did a cover songs. of um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, under the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Awful, awful. It was song. really bad. It <laughs> might have been one of the worst covers ever. You're not selling the band to me, really. No, well they're not. They're, <laughs> they're not great. Not they played I, just, at I just wondered. I just wondered if you had them. I wrote it two years ago. They played at Bingley. Yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Fall yeah. from. Grace. I really wanted to go this year because I love the Wombats, hmm. and they were there. That's a strange. Band I know. To love. I know. They I... played Philly once, and I. It was before I moved here, 
And I literally could not understand a word they said. Because <laughs> they're all from Liverpool, right? Oh, really? So it's <laughs> really thick Scouse accents. I'd have fancied going to Bingley to watch Maximo Park this year. I really like Maximo Park a lot. I saw the singer from Maximo Park and the guys from Rizzle Kicks do a rap workshop in a community centre in Bradford. That's so strange. It was really weird. The fuck was, is Paul's? I mean, he's, he's like a, a, lot of, um, a wordsmith. Well, he he performed. It was... Um, Damon Alburn did the Africa Express thing. All right, yeah. And, and he was got part musicians of it. to go to different cities. I think I remember that, actually. Head yeah. workshops. And I only went because Carl Barat from the Libertines was on the list. They didn't announce who was playing where. So I went hoping Carl Barat's going to play. And then I stuck around watched him. He was all right. Then Rizzle Kicks came on, did like some weird jam thing with him, and then they did this rap workshop. He was just stood at the back, and Rizzle Kicks was running this shop. <laughs> and there were a little kid. They went, "Shout out a word, and we'll write our, we'll write a rap for it." Minge. <laughs> this, this kid was no older than five. Sat with his parents. Minge. <laughs> Did they write a rap? Did, no, they moved <laughs> swiftly on from that. Oh, I thought you were going to say purple or some shit nope. like that. Yeah. <laughs> orange. That's, well, that's obviously what they were hoping. They could have actually rang orange. Welcome to Bradford. <laughs> Ninja. <laughs> and I think on that note, we'll, uh, yeah. shall we call it a day? Yeah. I'm not bombshell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, thanks for listening and we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Oh, by the way, we're probably going to have some intro music and outro music. And yeah. that'll yep. probably be, if everything goes to plan, Flash Cassette and Long Island yeah. Iced Tea. No, yeah, Flash Cassette. Yeah, no, I, I like the stuff about Yeah, Flash Cassette are really good. Anyway, right, see ya. How to make a Long Island Iced Tea. Step one. 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 Step one.